Today we're talking about turning our principal place of residence into an investment property. It's actually been a really common one, John, that's popped up in the Facebook group. People navigating first home, now upsizing. Should they keep it as an investment property? Should they sell it? What do they do? I think it's a case scenario that can apply to a lot of people. High level commentary is that I think the biggest thing that people underestimate is that they have choice in this situation. Some people simply go, well, I want to buy another property. So I'll just sell the existing one I have and I'll just upsize. I'll just go again. I'll get a good sold result. I'll have some cash and away I go. I actually find that not many people truly consider their options and work out a what if scenario on keeping their current one. And do you, do you find that that's maybe because who they've spoken to in lead up to that? It's like, oh, mum or dad said do this or I just think this was the norm, so that's what I'm doing? Yeah, I think overall a lack of education or a lack of questioning really, you know, what are my options rather than, well, I need to buy so I'll just sell. I mean, it's obvious when you have a car, right? You want to upgrade, you sell your old one, you get a new yeah, one. Yeah. Houses are a bit different. Unless you're Glenn. Yeah, unless yeah. you're Glenn. <laughs> and so many people say, well, I wish I held onto that property versus I should have sold that property. So hindsight's a wonderful thing. So we want to avoid that whole, I've got regret, I didn't play out enough scenarios. I didn't run my numbers close enough, but we also realise that financially it just might not be viable. Yeah, correct. There might not be an option to hold it. I also think that comes back to though, let's even go one step further back. When you secure your first property, you need to understand the intentions of that purchase. Mm. If it is ultimately to then hold it after five years as an investment and springboard you into your next home, then there could be properties that stack up and there could be some that don't. Yeah, absolutely. And turning our owner rock into an investment property might also depend on what we're doing with this next purchase. Are we renting and being a rent vester mm. or are we upgrading our owner rock? There's a few scenarios there. Correct. And that can come about depending on like a lot of classic first home buyers, they get in a certain price point with stamp duty exemptions and they have to live in the property for a set amount of time, then they go to rent vesting and then they might upsize later down the track. Like there's so many, everyone's got an individual case scenario as to what their property journey looks like. Yep. I think the biggest thing is understanding A, the choice and then B, if it is the case of holding it as an investment property, what do I actually need to physically do? Yeah. Okay. So let's unpack that, shall we? So in no particular order, I think we need to understand the cash flow in our life, don't we? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We need to say, well, this is how much I'm saving at the moment. If I continue on this path, what's the running cost of that property if I should rent it out? So I've just taken an example here, Emily, so run with me on this one. Okay. The value of my owner rock is 700K. So I've got that sales appraisal from three agents though. Okay. My loan as it stands today is 450. So if I sell the property, agent takes 2%, uh, I've got some associated costs, let's call it 20 grand. That brings me, and I get a, a sale of 700. My net is 680 minus the 450 loan. My math serves me well, it's 230 grand. Correct. <laughs> so 230K is what I will have in my bank balance. Yep to go and buy my upgraded owner rock if that's what I choose to do, mm -hmm. if that's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. So if I don't sell it, will I have enough of a deposit to go and buy what I want to buy? 
Because you can only buy property with cash or equity as far as I know. Yes. Bitcoin or something? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a single Bitcoin, but I'm we not going there with that. No. <laughs> so it's cash or equity. Now, the critical part of buying our owner rock with equity is that it's non-tax deductible. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm basically loaning 102% of the property when I include stamps. Yep. For something that's not tax deductible. Mm-hmm. I'm not a massive fan of that, are you? Not really. No. No, it doesn't make a lot of sense. So a lot of it leans towards selling the property, taking my 230 and going and buying my owner rock mm-hmm. and upgrading essentially. Yeah. As long as I can handle that loan. So many indicators and so many factors, right? It's not as black and white as that. Now, that 230 might be sweet. But you might be saying to yourself, well, I, I want to keep that property. I know that it's going to be a good long-term performer. Mm-hmm. So in, in 10 years' time, the 700 might be worth 1.5. Yeah. And there's another 800 that I couldn't have saved. Correct. You can't, surely you can't save at that rate across 10 years. No, unless, unless you're a plumber. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got this plumbing mate that I train with and oh, I okay. give it to him all the time about how much money he charges <laughs> per hour. Sorry to the plumbers out there, but you get what I mean. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So what's the alternative? Well, the alternative is go back five years when you first bought this owner rock, mm. knowing that you wanted to upgrade at some stage and be really cash heavy for that time that comes where I've also saved my 200 along the journey Yes. so that I don't have to use equity for the property to buy my owner rock. That's my ideal scenario. Yeah. So you effectively, as soon as you've bought, you're then saving deposit for the next one. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which makes sense. Which does, yeah. And you, in the meantime, because it's your own rock, you can have that saving sitting in your offset account, paying down the the principal, or you might not even pay it down. It might be interest only because you know that you're going to turn it into an investment property further down the track if that's a three to five year sort of plan. If it's a 15 year plan, then different story. The only problem I could foresee with that in terms of starting to save for your deposit for your next property as you just secure the first is that you've just taken on a mortgage. So your savings rate yes. might not be as solid. It might take a little bit longer to get there. But you could also see yourself progressing in your career. You could have you know pay increases, bonuses that could contribute to that deposit. Yes. But I think a bit of planning behind this wouldn't go astray. Yeah. And that's the... F- I suppose, unfortunate part about this question is we're doing this a lot of the time on a whim, aren't we? Mm. Where we're waking up one day and saying, oh, I'd love to upgrade. It's a great time to buy. We can borrow that amount, which sounds exciting. 
Now, which way do I go with it? Well, we should have been thinking about this three years ago. You got to set it up properly. Mm. So, yeah. for those that are sort of in the position where they don't own any property now, but are thinking about it, mm. tuning in, you you should be saying to yourself, which we always talk about, think about the second purchase before you purchase the first one. Yeah. Regardless of whether we're talking owner rock or investment, we should always be thinking about that next play. Just thinking out loud here, I mean, there could be case scenarios where. It is your first home. You've taken advantage of the grants and all the rest of it. And you've hit a point where you're then dedicated to the upsizer, you know, to the sort of 10 to 15 year plan, but you're not quite there yet in cash savings. Mm. For some people, that might mean moving back home with mum and dad for a bit. Yes. And actually being in the process of flipping that to an investment in the interim, not, you know, maybe you break even, maybe your, your rental income covers your mortgage repayments and outgoings and stuff. Yep. And then you're back with mum and dad saving to then go again, drop, which is not ego. a bad strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Drop the ego yeah. and look at the long-term plan. Mm. What do we call that? What do we call that? <laughs> free vesting. Oh, free vesting. Oh, yes. Your favorite term. <laughs> free vesting. That's getting back home and saving a truckload of money. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 